Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus you're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Siddiqui and Zach Rizzuto. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is Faraz Siddiqui, Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Wide receivers, tight ends, going into week 13. Let's get it popping. Uh, <laughs> great way to get it popping. First thing in my notes here, Bailey Zappi getting the start for the Patriots, right? That's how you get things popping, by talking about the Patriots. Um, but I think, you know, what impact does that make? Listen, like whether it's Mac Jones or Zappi, the offense is going to be bad. But Demario Douglas, still the number one wide receiver. Now, he told reporters that he does he didn't have a concussion coming out of the game, but he is in the protocol. He didn't practice on Wednesday, so something to monitor there. Okay, we'll see if he's clearing later in the week. Um, you know, if he's out, we'll probably see more targets for Ramondre. But you know, Demar Douglas is their number one wide receiver. If he does end up playing, he had three catches after Zappy came into the game. Um, you know, so no extra worry there. You know, outside this offense being bad, um, two of Zappy's targets went to Ramondre. So, you know, things will be okay. Cooper Cup got a full practice in on Wednesday. What does that tell me? It tells me that he's startable. Okay. I, I know he's hard to trust. I know it's a very, very tough matchup against the Browns. You know, I, I just don't want to look too deep into the barrel to find a replacement. Okay. I understand your playoff hopes are on the line, but I just rather put my playoff hopes on Cooper Cup than I am on a lot of these, you know, other wide receivers that you might be, you know, digging too too deep for right now if you have a solid wide receiver you know who's been like relatively getting it done and you trust them more sure this is all a trust thing right and if you don't trust cooper cup i get it this is your lineup you do what you want um now i did move him down i have met wide receiver 19 i have puka at wide receiver 18 so guys i'm starting over them you know tank dell you know nico collins who by the way have some tough matchups this week themselves against denver Okay, but also Devontae Smith, Debo Samuel, right? Calvin Ridley, Adam Thielen, maybe Christian Kirk. You know, those are guys that I'm considering over Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Okay, so, you know, totally understand if you want to bench both these guys or at least bench Cup, you know, do your thing. But it all comes down to trust. 
And if you don't have the trust, you know, don't put them in your lineup, right? But for me personally, like I know that things can change fast. The game plan last week was based on the run game, right, against Arizona. You know, Jordan Rodriguez, who's who was a beat reporter for the Rams, you know, the fact that the tight ends were so involved in that game, it had to do with disguising the run game. You know, on that second touchdown to Higby, Puka was also an option on that slant. The first touchdown, those wide receivers weren't even on the field. It was a run play. It was a run look, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, no. So I do I do trust Puka a little bit more than Cup. Um, you know, his matchup on the right side is like a little bit better. But there's no doubt that this is a very tough situation, very tough decision to make. I think I'm okay with him in my lineup this week against the Browns. You know, you can check our flex rankings at UpperHandFantasy.com to see which running backs I'm playing over these guys. Um, you know, there are definitely a good number of running backs, like maybe 18 or so running backs I'm playing over both of these uh, Rams wide receivers. Uh, Josh Palmer is eligible to return this week, but Chargers head coach Brandon Staley said that, you know, yeah, there is a chance that Palmer is back this season. You know, so, so to me, that means that prob- Palmer is probably not coming back this week or next week. So still going to monitor, you know, to see when they activate him. But, but you know, don't expect to have him soon. I think he's still worth a stash uh, in your IR spot. Keep an eye on Trey McBride. He didn't practice on Wednesday with a groin injury. You know, monitor his practice reports throughout the week. Kenneth Walker isn't playing on Thursday night. Okay, Zach Charbonnet is like a borderline RB2 for me. Tough matchup. We know he'll get the volume. So, you know, I'm just, I don't trust this Seahawks offense in general. So I don't trust Charbonnet a whole lot, but we know that, you know, he'll get some targets. He'll get some run, you know, in the run game, obviously, but, you know, don't trust him a whole lot. Not a whole lot of upside, I think, for Charbonnet this week. Chris Olave is in the concussion protocol. He did get a limited practice in on Wednesday, which is a pretty good sign. That's like the best case scenario for a player in the concussion protocol. Uh, I think Olave has a chance of playing this week. If he does go, he has a great matchup against Detroit, and I would consider him a must-start in that game. Limited practice for Devon A-Chain to start the week. I have him as a solid RB2 if he plays, uh, but obviously proceeding with caution here. If he had a full practice today, that would really – you know, pique my interest even more, you know, but, you know, so maybe some full practices the rest of this week would definitely increase my confidence in him. Uh, Raheem Moser didn't practice, but, you know, this is something that he's been dealing with. He hasn't practiced on Wednesdays. I don't think he's dealing with anything new because it was it's the same, you know, ankle, knee thing that they've been listing him at for the last couple of weeks. Uh, he's like a borderline RB1 play for me this week. We might end up seeing Joe Flacco start for the Browns this week. He was named the backup. And then, you know, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he's in the concussion protocol after that hit that he took. Uh, he didn't practice on Wednesday. So what does that mean? Who knows, you know, with Joe Flacco starting. But I think Amari Cooper could get a boost here, right, because we have someone who can pass the ball downfield if they need to. Uh, Garrett Wilson had a 27% target share from Flacco last year, 300 yards and two touchdowns in four games. Not bad. Okay, so by the way, Amari didn't practice. On Wednesday, he never practices on Wednesdays, though. Uh, he was listed as a DNP, but non-injury related. So looks like those ribs are okay, and he'll play this week. Jerick McKinnon didn't practice on Wednesday. Not a great sign for his availability this week. So Isaiah Pacheco would benefit a ton if McKinnon is out. Uh, we talked about it a lot on yesterday's quarterback running back show. If you haven't listened to that episode, make sure to tune in. We go over with Zach. I go over quarterbacks and running backs. So make sure you check that out. Cardinals wide receiver Michael Wilson still not practicing due to that shoulder injury. That means that Greg Dorch is in play once again. 25% target share, 
20% target share the last two weeks with Kyler Murray. Uh, that makes him, you know, definitely startable as a flex play if you need him. Noah Brown practiced in a limited fashion this week. He could be back on Wednesday. He practiced in a limited fashion, I should say. He's a flex play at best, not the best matchup in the world, but he is attached to CJ Stroud. Um, also, keep an eye on Dalton Schultz, who didn't practice because of a hamstring injury. Just monitor his practice reports on Thursday and Friday. Um, I, I should We should note that no, um, what's his name? Tank Dell also didn't practice due to a calf I- injury. Is that serious? Who knows? His head coach did say he thinks that he should be okay. He, you know, they'll monitor it throughout the week, but just just keep that in mind. Okay. If you've been depending on Josh Dobbs as your quarterback, you might want to pick up another quarterback for week 14. Okay, just in case. And by the way, that's next week, not this week, because the Vikings are on a bye. But Kevin O'Connell did say that there could be a change at the quarterback position after the bye. So you might want to pick up someone like maybe Russell Wilson if he's available to hold it down for you the rest of the way. All right. Just a little heads up. All right, before we move to wide receivers, I have a small request for you. You know, most of you who listen are not subscribed to the show, to the podcast. If you could just take a few seconds to do that now, it helps us out so much. It helps us keep it helps keep us consistent. It helps improve the show. It helps more people find out about the show. That in terms that in turn helps us improve the show. More shows can be added, more types of shows can be added. We have a lot of plans for this podcast. And, you know, it's going to get better, bigger and better. Those are our plans. We need your help, though. Okay, so hit, hitting the follow button, hitting the add button on the pack, on, on your podcast app means a ton, whether it's Apple, Sp- Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is. Um, and then if you're watching on YouTube, hitting subscribe on YouTube means everything as well. So we really appreciate you guys, as always. I got a whole lot of messages, you know, uh, DMs from you guys yesterday, uh, you know, with the uh, with upper hand being one of your top podcast on spotify that you listen to this year means so much to me honestly like i see my name next to like these podcasts that i listen to you know obviously much more popular guys much more popular podcasts so the fact that you guys are taking out the time to listen to the show means a a a whole lot okay so keep those messages coming because i'm 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 uh doing a merch giveaway i'm giving away a bunch of merch uh to you know people who dm me uh and people who tag me on their stories you know with that spotify uh, you know, uh, if upper hand was one of the most, most listened to podcasts for you, post it. I'll repost it on my story, send you some merch. All right, moving on to wide receivers. You're obviously starting Tyreek Hill, but I, I just need to point out the matchup that he has this week and how amazing it is, right? Like just gives us something to look forward to this weekend. Uh, similar thing with Jalen Waddle have to have him in my lineup this week. These two play primarily on the perimeter. The commanders have given up the most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers this year. They've also given up the most receiving yards to wide receivers overall, the most touchdowns to wide receivers overall this year. So looking forward to that for sure. Uh, We have to highlight the 49ers wide receivers as well. Just a great matchup here. The only thing that has given up, the only team that has given up more fantasy points to wide receivers than the commanders are the Eagles. So Brandon Ayuk must start for me. He's in my top 10. Debo Samuels, my wide receiver, 13 on the week. Can't really have these guys on the bench, right? I know Debo's on the cusp like because he's up and down. Like You don't know whether to start him or not, but this is the type of matchup you don't really want to miss out on because of the upside. Now, it probably won't be all of them like producing right at their highest levels. Like you, you, have, you have only one football, and you have four players, right? You have, obviously, CMC, Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle. But you got to take that shot on all of them, right? Kittle also has a great matchup as well. You know, this game in general is just likely to be a competitive one. 
47 and a half game total. 49ers favored by three, despite them being on the road. Uh, just target players in this game. The only guy in this game who gets a downgrade because of a tough matchup is DeAndre Swift. Um, outside of that, just start everyone. And even Swift is startable, but he is more of a, a lower-end RB2 for me this week. There are a lot of good matchup with these alpha wide receivers like in the top 10, but it really gets a little bit gross for certain guys after these top guys in terms of matchups. Um, pretty interesting week. It seems very top heavy in terms of good matchups. But uh, Michael Pittman, right? Like he falls into that category because he has an amazing matchup this week. He's my wide receiver six on the week. Tennessee's given up the seventh most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks, the fifth most over the course of the season. Josh Downs' matchup out of the slot is not amazing. Uh, he has he he has overcome some tough matchups this year, but this is the same Titans defense that shut down Adam Thielen out of the slot. Now. This is definitely a different situation because the Titans' main concern will be Michael Pittman. So I don't think they can apply the same resources that they applied to Adam Thielen to Josh Downs, right? That bat bracket coverage probably won't be there for Josh Downs. So that's good. Um, but at the same time, you know, Titans have allowed the second fewest fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last four games. Uh, it's really the perimeter where teams have gotten their production against the Titans, okay? Uh, so Downs is my wide receiver 29 on the week, solid wide receiver three. That could be a little low. You know, he could be anywhere from like wide receiver 25 on, you know, he, he had a great target share last week, 32%. It was a pretty good matchup though, out of the slot. Um, you know, he didn't come through big time, but he saw the targets, uh, but he could, didn't really come through in that good matchup. Um, you know, uh, if he gets something similar this week in terms of target share, he's probably going to produce regardless of the tough matchup, right? Because the targets that trumps matchup every single day of the week. Um, now, also, it's like you consider this matchup. It's like, are the Colts going to have to throw the ball a whole lot in this matchup? I don't know. We'll see. I have moved Calvin really up in my rankings to a high-end wide receiver two this week. Now I'm nervous, right? Because I moved him up way too high, right? You know, just when we're starting to trust you, Calvin, don't let us down, okay? But Cincinnati, they're not great on the perimeter. They've allowed the 11th most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last eight weeks, the 12th most over the last four weeks. So this is a decent matchup. Now, the Jaguars will have to throw it a ton, right? Maybe not <laughs> in this game, right? So I doubt they throw it a ton. So uh, I'm tempering expectations, you know, because of that. At the same time, though, really has been getting it done lately. It's a good matchup. They're going to have to score some points. Uh, there's a solid chance he continues his streak because of the matchup, okay? Um, now Christian Kirk also has a great matchup out of the slot as well, you know, just like he did last week and he, you know, came through for the most part, but the Bengals, you know, have been even worse at covering the slot than they do covering the perimeter. Third most fantasy points given up to slot wide receivers over the last four weeks, the fifth most over the course of the season. Now, are we trusting Adam Thielen, right? That's the question. A lot of trust issues this week for a few wide receivers. He's finished in the top 24 only twice in the last five weeks. Not great. I can see where the trust issues are coming from. Okay. But, you know, in, in the last three weeks, he had two games where he had 10 targets and 11 targets against Chicago and Dallas, right? And this week, he has a good matchup against the Bucks defense, giving up the third most fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last eight weeks. So I can see this being a pretty good game for Thielen, right? They're shaking things up in Carolina. I think they keep things relatively simple for Bryce Young this week against a beatable secondary. I think I think Thielen's going to get his targets this week. 
A lot of questions around Jamar Chase. I have him as a back-end wide receiver, too, this week. Uh, the Jaguars have given up the third-most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last eight weeks. Both Nico and Tank Dell did their thing last week against this team. I, I think Chase can have a solid game. My only concern is that you know he didn't have that like ridiculously high target share last week. Like he had twenty five percent, which is extremely solid. Okay, don't get me wrong. But in order for him to like overcome this like bad offensive situation, I think he's going to need more than that. Um, now he's not going straight to my bench. My, my bench, you know, I'm just tempering expectations. You know, I hope that he has a solid floor in this one. Okay. By the way, you can catch my rankings over at UpperHandFantasy.com. You know, full positional and flex rankings updated daily all the way up until Sunday. Jerry Judy's a flex play for me this week, only because he has a good matchup against Houston's nickel defense. They've given up the third most fantasy points to slot wide receivers this year, the second most over the last four and eight weeks. This is one of the games to target in terms of getting your fantasy players in it. 47.5 total, uh, according to FantasyLife.com's Game Hub and the Texans are favored by only three and a half points. So this could be a competitive game here. Our sponsor for this episode is Better Vision. It's an app that allows you to keep track of all of your bets in one place. If you have accounts on all of these different sports books, you have to switch between them to see whether you're up or not. You lose track of where you play certain bets and it gets confusing, but not anymore. Not with Better Vision. All of your bets are tracked in one place. And not only that, the best part is Better Vision will let you know which betting platforms have the best odds for certain bets. All right. So if you like a play, normally you would look through all of your apps one by one to see what which one has the best odds. Uh, and then you end up playing on that app. But why not have a side-by-side -side comparison all on one screen within one app? And then you just click on the bet that you want to make within Better Vision and you're good to go. Okay, go check it out. It's completely free. Go to bettervision.us or go to the App Store and search Better Vision. That's better with an O. So B-E-T-T-O-R Vision in the App Store today. If you're looking for a deep play this week, uh, like a 14-team league, or if you're just desperate, you got wide receivers on buy, you need someone off the waiver wire, I think you can pick up Jalen Guyton and start him. Okay, the Patriots have allowed a ton of big plays this year. They've also allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks, the sixth most over the last eight weeks. He was banged up recently. Uh, he had a tough matchup against Baltimore last week. But I think this week, he's an upside deep play if you're desperate because all Justin Herbert has right now is Keenan Allen you know, in the past game, you know, specifically down the field. Okay. Demario Douglas has a good matchup as well. Talked about him earlier. The Chargers have given up the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers out of the slot this year. He's a solid PPR flex play. Um, I actually have him as a low and wide receiver three this week, assuming he plays. Okay, keep that in mind. By the way, I really like Deontay Johnson this week. Um, I guess I like him every week, though, but he had that touchdown last week that should have been ruled a touchdown. It should have been challenged by Mike Tomlin, and now I'm just sounding butthurt, okay? But whatever. He has a great matchup on that right side where he runs most of his routes from. The Cardinals have given up the second most fantasy points to that right side over the last eight weeks and over the last four weeks. So, I think he's set up nicely in this one. In a game after the Steelers just put up 400 yards of offense, as soon as they fire the offensive coordinator, what a coincidence. We'll see if they can build some offensive momentum after this game. So I have Deontay as a solid wide receiver too this week. You know, Mike Evans uh, has a tough matchup this week, but it's really tough to move him outside my top 10. Like, he's just that good, right? Carolina has played wide receivers tough, though. Third fewest fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks the fifth fewest fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last eight weeks. So something to keep in mind, okay? Most likely you're starting Evans either way. 
I'm probably benching Chris Godwin this week. He hasn't got it done, and the matchup out of the slot is absolutely terrible for him. Some more tough matchups. Obviously, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett against Dallas. They're going to have to throw the ball, though, right? So I think these guys will be okay. Um, still tempering expectations. Also tempering expectations for Gary Wilson this week against Atlanta. They've given up the fifth least fantasy points to wide receivers this year uh, and over the last four weeks as well, especially on the perimeter. Temper expectations for Packers wide receivers against Kansas City. Christian Watson probably is the toughest matchup out of all these wide receivers. If I'm starting any of them, it's probably Jaden Reed. Uh, I will also probably be avoiding Drake London this week against the Jets perimeter defense. And, you know, like Tank Dell and Nico Collins, man, like I think I'm tempering expectations for them as well. Uh, Denver's given up the second least fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last eight weeks. They've given up the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers in general over the last four weeks and over the last eight weeks. So I'm still starting them, you know, but have to temper expectations. Okay. I don't think Patrick Sertan is going to shadow either of these guys since they don't have a clear guy there, assuming both both Nico Collins and Tank Dell play because Tank, you know, didn't practice on Wednesday. But I think it's very possible. We see Dalton Schultz have a good game in this one. Now, Dalton Schultz also didn't practice with a hamstring injury on Wednesday. Hopefully, he's been fine. His route participation dropped last week, and I'm wondering if that has anything to do with the hamstring injury. But, um, you know, given how good Denver has been against wide receivers and how bad they've been against tight ends, this could be a, a funnel game for Dalton Schultz, assuming that he's healthy. Okay, so monitor these injuries for the Texans, Tank Dell and, and uh, Dalton Schultz. Uh, but if they do end up playing, that's this is kind of how I see it playing out. Not a whole lot to talk about with tight ends overall, but let, you know we can get get on them real quick. Kittle's a must start in this matchup against Philly. I have him, Laporta, Trey McBride, and Dalton Schultz making the top five this week. If you're looking for a streamer, you know definitely consider Taysom Hill. You know, especially given all the injuries that New Orleans has in the pass catching department. But last week he had seven carries and two targets. They need help at the receiver position, okay? So he'll get an upgrade if Chris Olave doesn't play. But either way, I think Hill should be considered as a boom-bust tight end option uh, with the boom being an overall tight end one finish potentially, right? Uh, on the same team, you have Jawan Johnson, 85% route participation, 19% target share last week, very solid. Uh, they need receivers. There's some rapport there with Derek Carr. Uh, you know, he's, you know, I think Jawan Johnson is the, the easy stream of the week for me. Um, if you want more safety, I would say go Juwan. If you want more upside, go Taysom Hill. Evan Ingram has a great matchup against Cincinnati. I think he he's a solid play. Uh, he finally, you know, he's really looking for that first touchdown. Maybe he'll get it this week. But David Njoku has been peppered in the receiving game. Make sure you're, you're starting him if you have him. Jake Ferguson, Pat Frymuth are next up after those guys. Uh, you know, we'll see if Frymuth can build off of this huge game that he just had. It was a one game sample. Don't want to get too ahead of myself here. Uh, but he'll be moving from the tight end nine, which I have him at right now, to potentially top six if he can continue doing what he's doing. Okay. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Appreciate you so much. Okay. Check out the rankings at upperhandfantasy.com if you need them. Uh, and uh, we'll be back. Zach's going to be back tomorrow for an update going over the injury report, uh, going over any news that we need to cover going into the weekend. All right. Um, and, uh, it's possible that I'll miss some lives on Sunday. I'm hoping I'm trying my best to to, to be there. I'm going on a little family vacation uh, with, with the kids, in-laws, all that. All right. So should be a good time. I'm going to try to, you know, not do work. But knowing me, I probably will uh, do some stuff. And I'll probably be catching the games on Sunday, too, because that's 
what I love and what I do. So it is what it is. So uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, and I'll be back. I'll see you guys soon. Take it easy. Bye-bye. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 